From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Welcome back, Chiefs Kingdom, and this is your Kansas City Chiefs Google News story of the day. Uh, there's actually a couple of different things that are going on right now. I just got put out there by Adam Schefter that teams are expected, and, and multiple executives in the league are expecting the teams are going to be showing up to training camp with less than 90 players. So you normally have a 90-man roster going into training camp. Uh, usually you're having every single player there. Uh, so you have a full roster. You have multiple uh, people that can go through at every single position. And you have the ability to practice you know, as deep as three or four different teams on different positions. At this point, it sounds like there is a possibility that they will be down to as little as maybe 75, according to some different NFL executives. Uh, and that's coming again from Adam Schefter. Uh, there is not a specific number yet. Uh, he's heard both 75 and 80. But the one thing he has heard that's been consistent is that they are expecting that there's not going to be 90 players uh, that show up and are on the NFL rosters at training camp. Uh, this will reduce the amount of people that are around. So that's going to be a good situation, especially considering when you start talking about the spread of this uh, pandemic and the way it works with uh, exponentially uh, exponential exposure to different players you're not going to be living in a bubble at least that's not the way it is right now that the NFL is planning on having it so uh, at that point it makes a lot of sense for them to go this direction and to have less players now what is going to create a problem though is that you're in a situation where uh, this is going to hamper what teams are able to do when it comes to practice uh, it does sound like they are, they've also taken care of uh, two preseason games. They're down to only two preseason games instead of the four that were originally scheduled. Those will be extra practice weeks. Uh, I don't think they're going to be training camp type practice weeks, but obviously we already know Kansas is going to be at Arrowhead for training camp, so that is uh, going to be an issue as well. One of the other stories that broke on Thursday Mike Florio reported that the Chiefs were getting ready to sell the naming rights to Arrowhead Stadium or to the field more specifically. The Kansas City Chiefs actually put out a statement later in the day saying that that was not going to be something that's happening in 2020. There is no deal for that. Uh, it sounds like they were expecting that it was going to be GEHA was going to be the uh, company that was going to get the naming rights to the field or to Arrowhead. Uh, that's not going to be the case in 2020. I don't think that that's going to be something that they're going to be looking at doing uh, this year. I can't imagine that they're going to be looking at doing it next year. Uh, you can understand why a team would want to do that, especially this time of year where they're really going to be hemorrhaging for money. Uh, and with everything else that's going on, uh, the NFL is trying to find different ways to bring in income that they are not going to be able to get during the season because more than likely fans are not going to be able to be in the stands. It's not overly surprising that Florio was wrong on this, and it doesn't really shock me that there are people still trying to report that this is trying. they're trying to get this done. Uh, I don't expect Kansas City to make a move in 2020. They said as much in their statement that there's not going to be a move in 2020. Uh, I really have a hard time believing that they're going to sell the naming rights to Arrowhead in the near future. Uh, I suppose it's a definite possibility, depending on how things go in the next couple of years. But I would think that they're going to be asking for a premium because Arrowhead is something that is known uh, all across the, you know, all across the United States. Arrowhead is a place that is known, so that is going to get huge re name recognition if they start talking about 
Arrowhead Stadium at whatever field. Uh, so I don't, I don't think that's going to be an issue in 2020, 2021, or 2022. But we'll see how that shakes out in the next couple of years. And that was your Kansas City Chiefs Google News story of the day. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your, for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And welcome back to another episode of Locked On Chiefs. I am Chris Clark from Chiefs Digest. Thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, I did take some time off. Hope you guys have been enjoying yours. I need a little bit of a vacation before we get back into... This time of training camp that is going to be happening, uh, I did talk about this a little bit in the open, but I do want to mention it again. Uh, this is a huge deal with them looking at, you know, obviously shortening uh, training camp or actually shortening the preseason and limiting the number of players on a training camp roster. Uh, that's going to be a big deal for a lot of players. Now, the bigger thing that you really start looking at when you get into those players that are really going to be the ones we're talking about here in the 76 to 90 range. Some of those guys, maybe not even uh, last year, were not even getting a chance at making the roster, but some of those guys might have made the practice squad. I think Jody Fortson would be one guy that I would put out there that uh, most people didn't give a chance to making the roster, and he didn't make the roster, but he did make the practice squad, and I do think he's going to be somebody that you're going to need to watch for to possibly come in and, and take a number six wide receiver spot this season. Uh, going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. But when, there's, when you start talking about reducing the roster sizes, that's going to be a big deal. Uh, it's going to be a big deal for the NFLPA because they're reducing the number of players that are going to be available in that regard. Uh, but I, I can't imagine that that's going to be an issue with the NFLPA, although I'm sure they will make it a little bit of an issue to get some kind of concession on something else. Uh, that's kind of the way these things work. But it doesn't surprise me that they're looking at, at shortening the, the number of players that are available and that will be at training camp. Uh, again, you start talking about the exponential rate of people being around. Uh, when you start talking about taking 10 to 15 people off, uh, you may be reducing it by hundreds of people that uh, people are getting exposed to uh, in that time frame of training camp, maybe even thousands, uh, depending on if they're out and about and doing other things. So I do get it. It's kind of surprising that they're coming out with this information now. I would have thought that it was something that they kind of would have been talking about and, and talking and putting out there, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, training camp still a couple of weeks away. Again, we already did talk about, Ryan talked about the fact that they have reduced the preseason to only two games. Sounds like those games are going to be week two and week three. Uh, if you were not scheduled a home game uh, in that schedule, they are going to flip those around and get every team to have a home and an away game. 
So we'll, we will see how that ends up for Kansas City, see if they end up having to have any changes uh, based on the rest of the league. But right now, you know, we're sitting here looking uh, less than two weeks until the tag deadline, and that's the big story right now. Chris Jones came out earlier this week and said, you know, he doesn't have to play. He is absolutely correct. He does not have to show up. He has not signed his franchise tag. Uh, he is not under any obligation to show up for training camp, under any obligation to show up for any kind of games. So at this point, it looks like we could be headed towards an impasse. I'm not going to worry about it near as much uh, at this point, just because to me, that is exactly what you say if you want to try to get a deal done. I'm not saying he's not, he doesn't, He's not going to need to do that, and he's not going to sit out. I'm not going to say that at all because he specifically mentioned, you know, he watched what Le'Veon Bell did. Um, so, you know, that's a little bit of a, a concern. But at the same time, what gives you the best leverage to try to get a deal? The best leverage that he can possibly get and, and that he can have is to withhold his services. So, to me, that his comment makes complete sense. Uh, I do think that it's possible he doesn't show up training camp. He may not show up for the preseason or really even regular season. Uh, without a new deal. If you flip it around, though, and look at it from Kansas City's perspective, I'm not saying Chris Jones isn't worth the money, because I think he is. I think that you could pay him $21 million, although you're going to take some hits elsewhere on the roster if you do that. Uh, and I get that, but I do think he's, you know, he's easily top two at his position, top three at his position. Uh, it could be top ten when you start talking about defensive players in the NFL, uh, definitely going to be top five on you know on the defensive line in my opinion I think because what he can do you know against the running game he he got a lot better last year and then you start looking at what he does against the pass from an interior perspective I think that he's way up there when you're talking about uh, defensive linemen so you know you start looking at the at his numbers and and I get why people don't want to pay 21 million or or why the Chiefs would be hesitant to pay 21 million. But at the same time, Chris Jones has done everything that the team has asked for him. He's shown up. Uh, they said that they would pay him. Obviously, you know, you make the argument that we didn't know there was going to be a pandemic. That's going to be another issue, and I get that. But at the same time, coming from his perspective, you know, he's only one bad injury away from not getting a guaranteed contract. So I completely get why he would want to hold out. I get why Kansas City doesn't want to necessarily pay him $21 million because at that point you're also paying him more than you're paying Frank Clark. Uh, if you do pay him the $21 million, which is, it sounds like, what he wants. Uh, and, and I get it. So the question is, is he going to show up or is he not going to show up? I, I really don't have a good answer for you right now. I think that uh, you know we will see over the next week if there is any kind of movement towards getting him a deal. Uh, you're going to start hearing about it next week because, again, the deadline is July 15th. So that's definitely going to be something that they're going to be looking at. Um, I, I really don't think that he's going to get a deal done. I think he's going to be on the franchise tag this year. The question is whether or not he's going to show up. Uh, and we won't really know that until training camp starts. If he doesn't show up for training camp uh, day one, then I can't imagine that he's going to show up. Uh, you know, he's going to show up probably even during the preseason. If he's going to show up at all, it would be, you know, maybe after the first couple of games of the season, but that's a big question mark. You know, I, I really just don't know what to expect in this situation. I think that uh, he is in a situation where he needs to play. I think it really will help him if he does play. But I get why he doesn't want to. 
uh, you know, you have to wonder if Kansas City will would say, you know, tell them you show up for camp, we won't tag you next year. That takes away some of their leverage, but it would get them in camp, and they're going to be trying to repeat. So, you know, lots of questions there, and he plays a position where you know, obviously, you can stay in shape, but staying in shape as much as you want is not football shape. So that's going to be something that you have to take into account as well. That goes for all football players. Uh, defensive line, I think, is a big one as well. When we get back, a little bit more about Chris Jones and the salary cap situation for Kansas, for Kansas City. All right, so this is really crazy to me because you sit here and you look at where Kansas City is now and where they have been in the past couple of years. I understand that we have this different situation that is the coronavirus. It has hampered everything. It has made things a lot more difficult, and we are now even seeing possibilities of different leagues closing up completely. Uh Minor league baseball is not playing at all this season, so that's you know a big question mark as to how that's going to affect other leagues. Obviously, you know the NFL doesn't have a minor league system, uh, but the NBA is getting ready to restart its league. We'll see how that shakes out over the next couple of weeks. Uh, but you sit here and you look at how Corona has really changed. One of the things that's really changed, especially for teams like Kansas City, Kansas City would normally have most of their guys signed right now after the new CBA was done ten years ago. Uh, they, or I guess nine years ago, they would have had almost all their draft picks signed way before camp and before the 2nd of July, as I'm recording this right now, is on July 2nd. They don't have any draft picks signed. Uh, I don't think that that's really going to be something that's going to change next week. It could, uh, but I wouldn't expect it to change over the next week. I expect that they'll all be signed in, in on camp on time on July 28th. But that still leaves you three weeks without them being signed. Uh, At this point, uh, you could say that maybe teams are trying to save money as long as they possibly can and and not pay out the signing bonuses that will come with these new rookie deals that are going to get signed. Uh, I could see that, although I think that's small potatoes when you're looking at the grand scheme of things. But right now, Kansas City is sitting at $6.2 million in cap space with Chris Jones on the franchise tag at $16.1 million. So... If they sign all of these players, more than likely they're going to be have their cap space cut in half because, again, they will drop out the lower parts of the guys on the 51 that are counting right now against the salary cap, and they'll take on the larger contracts. So you would expect that they're going to at least lose half their cap. It could be up to $5 million, so they could really go to just a little over $1 million uh, if they lose $5 million in cap space based on signing their draft picks. So we'll have to wait and see how that ends up over the next couple of weeks. I do, Like I said, I do expect that they're going to get all those guys signed and they will be at camp on time. I don't think that's going to be an issue. But it is a very different scenario than it has been and that we've seen in the past. You know, really the only big move, and I do want to give a shout-out to Jason uh, at Over the Cap. He was actually talking about the Chris Jones situation. The biggest thing for Chris Jones that is different from the Le'Veon Bell situation is Le'Veon Bell already played for the franchise tag once, uh, and then they tagged him a second time. So at that point, that's when he sat out. Uh, I don't think that's going to be an issue with Chris Jones uh, because because of the salary cap and the way it's done. Uh, he's only been tagged once at this point, uh, and I don't think that he will wait to get a second tag. I can't imagine that Kansas City is going to get a deal done with them in the next week and a half. I would love to be wrong on that, so Kansas City, please prove me me wrong on that. Uh, And if you want to do it tomorrow, right before my birthday, that'd be fantastic. Uh, But you sit here and you look at what Chris Jones is going to cost his team this year at $16 million. 
if you sign him to a deal, his number probably drops and they're able to carry more over. The problem is you don't know how much you're going to lose in the salary cap next year. I think that it probably remains flat, which puts it right around, um, I think, $200 million, uh, maybe a little over $200 million. Uh, but the question is, is what's, what's it going to be in 2021? They're going to have to adjust for lost revenue this season. Um, so big question on that. Uh, it looks like the salary cap space should be around $225 million uh, in 2021. Uh, I can't imagine that it's going to be that much different. Um, and maybe it's going to be lower. But you know that's a big question with teams more than likely not being able to have fans in the stands for games. That's going to affect revenue. The question is, how is it going to affect revenue? Uh, with everything else that's going on as well. Uh, if there are teams that kneel for the national anthem, which I do think is going to be an issue this season, you have to wonder if that's going to affect TV ratings or TV ratings going to affect what the NFL is going to make in money that way. When you're already looking at having less money because of things that are outside your control, uh, when you're talking about uh, you know teams being able to have players in their, sorry fans in the stands, you have to wonder if those other things are all also going to add up. I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't kneel. That's their choice. But I do think it, it could affect the amount of money the NFL is able to bring in. And, and they're going to be negotiating new contracts at some point in the near future. So that will still be an issue. Um, it's still going to be the hottest game in the United States, in my opinion. I, I just can't imagine that it's the NBA or you know, Major League Baseball or any other sport is going to catch the NFL. So that's going to be a, a plus in their cap. Uh, but right now, they're still struggling trying to figure out what their numbers are going to be next year. And I think that's part of the reason that there's been so much reluctance on the Chiefs' part of, of signing Chris Jones to long-term deals. You just don't know what you're going to have. And you still have Patrick Mahomes' deal coming up in the next year that you want to get done. Again, I go back, and I know I've said this before, but if I'm looking at trying to get more cap space for Kansas City this year, I'm looking at Travis Kelsey. Uh, I'm not saying you cut him. I'm saying that you try to re-sign him to a smaller deal. He's got a cap this year of $11.2 million. I think you can lessen that, and I think you could get uh, you know, maybe 2 or $3 million more from him uh, by lessening his cap hit this year. Yes, it's going to basically uh, you know, give you more of, cap issues in 2021 and in in the future but i think you want to extend them anyway i think that's a deal you want to get done especially before a guy like uh you know the other guy the other guy in san francisco but uh before he gets his deal done uh you do definitely you definitely want to get it done before kittle has his deal done because i think kelsey will be looking at trying to top the market again if you don't so big things there you start looking at other guys that could save them cap space in the near future anthony hitchens uh, I don't think that's going to be an issue this year. Uh, Daniel Sorensen's really the only guy that, that's really going to give them a big cap savings this season that I could see, see them letting go, but I think he has value to this team. Uh, he would get you $3.75 million if you cut him right now, uh, but he's really the only one that, that's going to give you that kind of cap space. Um, you know, Chris Jones' deal, I think that he is going to play on the franchise tag this year. Whether or not he shows up, we will have to wait and find out on that. I do hope that he does show up, and I do hope that... I honestly hope that they're able to get a deal done, but with the way things have gone and the way things are going with COVID, I just can't see it happening by July 15th. I, again, I hope I am wrong. We will find out in the coming weeks uh, if I am wrong on that. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. I'm sure we're going to have more information 
uh, regarding training camp and the different roster situations that they're going to have with that. Uh, so be sure to check that out. And training camp is just a couple of weeks away, so we are getting close to one of the fun times of the season, although Ryan and I won't be able to be at training camp this year, which kind of stinks. But thank you again for listening, and we will be back next week. Hope you guys have a great 4th of July. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening.